Welcome to Crazy Good Talks with Deirdre Van Nest. In this podcast, we help growth-oriented financial advisors, leaders, sales professionals, and experts stand out and own the room every time they speak. Deirdre will empower you to grab and keep the attention of any audience, live or virtual, make emotional connections with your listeners, and inspire them to take action. Join us on this journey where Deirdre will empower you to become a more confident presenter and knock it out of the park when you speak. You've recorded a video of your story. Congratulations. Now, what do you plan to do with it? How will you get those eyeballs on your brilliance? What platform should you use and why? Can you build a following organically or should you pay for views? Callie Fedusenko shares some tips and answers with Deirdre as she goes through her three P's for getting the most from your video. Polish, promote, publish. Callie, I am so thrilled to have you here. My guest today is Callie Fedesinko, and she owns a full-service marketing firm called Callie Collective. She works with financial professionals and, and also with mission-driven entrepreneurs, mainly those who serve the industry. And I have to say we met because she saved my butt. I had a project. I had another actually graphic design team working on who... They just dropped the ball and I needed something ASAP. And, and not that I want to promote Callie doing things ASAP, because I'm sure that's not what she wants. <laughs> My friend, Laura Garfield from Idea Decanter said, hey, I know someone who can help you. Met with Callie. Not only was she willing to help me with this ridiculous turnaround time, but she like nailed my vision and what I wanted. Callie, so thrilled to have you in my back pocket and thrilled to have you on the show today. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. The thing that we're going to talk about, there's so many things we could talk about today, right? We could probably be talking for hours, but the reason why I wanted you here for this episode, I'm sure we'll do others together, is that at Crazy Good Talks, we have a service offering called Asset Creation, and this is where we create key business stories for advisors and mission-driven entrepreneurs. We create what's called their why story, why they do what they do, right? Why they care about the people they serve. And then we create desire stories. Desire stories are stories about clients who are similar to your ideal prospects who have gotten great results with you. And you tell the story so that you create this desire in the heart of the listener to want to, want to work with you. And, and also it's a great way to be able to sell yourself without sounding salesy. So we've got this whole thing, it's called the 60 minute story. And lately our clients are saying, okay, you, you've written my story. I have the scripts on how to use them everywhere in, in my business. One of the things Deirdre you're telling me to do is to create videos. I'm gonna create my videos. And then how do I get eyes on my videos? And I'm like, well, that's a good question. And that is outside my area of expertise. Yeah. It is your area of expertise. Like you actually do this for advisors. You have a whole process. So today you're going to give us some tips for the uh, do-it-yourselfers. But I also want you to let us know at the end, like where can people find you? Because not everybody wants to do it themselves. Where should we start? I don't even know where to start on this conversation, to be honest. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so I think where to start is understanding that there are two ways to get views. The okay. first way is organic simply means you're not paying for it. It's okay. all free. Great. Second way is paying for views or paid advertising. Okay. Sometimes when you say advertising though, people think of it a, the wrong way. You're really just like boosting. People are very familiar with Facebook boosting. It's like that, but I'm going to explain why you should never ever boost on Facebook. <laughs> 
love it. That's good. I'm very curious now. <laughs> um, so for getting those organic views, and let me put out a few caveats here. The first is no matter how good your organic strategy is, you will never reach that same level of views as you would if you're paying to promote them. Okay. I think that's good to know. It is a pay to play yeah. if you, depending on what Absolutely. your goals are, right? Okay. I would say know. that organic, the highest I've seen people get views is 500, whereas just $25 and I can get you thousands of views. Wow. So, I mean, that's the difference there. So it's not even uh, a lot of money necessarily to, no. to get that much. Okay. This is, this right. is cool. Yeah. Okay. For organic, the first thing that you want to do, I kind of have, we'll call it the three P's. Love that. Polish. Polish, publish, promote. Love this. Um, so for polishing, this is the your account. You're either creating them if you don't have them or you're polishing them so that they're going to be found easier by the platform that you're on. They're just going to take advantage of every little nook and cranny of the accounts. When you say accounts, do you mean your social media platforms? So like your yeah, LinkedIn, so, your Twitter, mm -hmm. whatever Facebook, else you're on. Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, YouTube, even your email signature. I know that's okay. not technically a platform, but I count it. Yeah. No, that's great. That's a great tip. Yeah. And your website. Okay. These are accounts that you should have, especially if you're doing video. Everything in marketing goes back to two things your goal and your audience. Okay. Even though I've listed all these different places, you can have videos that might not fit your strategy. If your audience is 60 plus about to retire or retired, they're not going to be on LinkedIn. They're going to be on Facebook and each account that you have takes time if you're going to do it. So that's why I always go back to that audience where they are. That's where you want to be. I'll just go over some of the things that you can do to your accounts that will help in the polish section. Love that. Thank you. First thing is your profile picture. A lot, it's always, almost always a square or a circle. And what, what shape are our logos usually? Rectangles. Mm. They don't fit. So true. You can squeeze them in there. But when you do, people like me who wear glasses when they're on their computers, can't tell who is posting immediately. So that's one of the first things we go into people's accounts and do. We create, if they don't have a square logo, we're going to create something that takes pieces from their logo and is in a square or circle. I love that. That's, that's just like a little yep. insider tip that no one would exactly. think about. <laughs> a few other things we do, Facebook business pages have a call to action in the top right. It defaults to send me a message. Usually my clients aren't checking those and the other <laughs> clients aren't supposed to have that because mm. of compliance. You need to go in there and change it. And there are a few options. The one I usually go for is visit our website or call us. Those okay. are generally the two that we pick from. Platforms are always rolling out updates, just like any businesses always staying on top of those. So Facebook now has created something called a creator studio and it's their version of trying to keep up with YouTube. It's very, very similar. Now you upload your videos through the creator studio and it will create a video tab on your account. 
Now that's going to happen, but what's not going to happen is where it lands on your business page. So that's another thing you can control is you can move the tabs and which ones you want visible on your page. Okay. It's going in there, making these kinds of changes so that your videos are showing as predominantly as they can. That's going to be the primary, the first step in getting you more views organically. Is to actually have them up. Yep. <laughs> and have the ones you want showing. Show. That's good. That's good. Another thing to know is even if you're not going to be advertising right away, create an ad account. Okay. Create the tracking code with that platform. So on Facebook, it's called a pixel. And on LinkedIn, they call it an insight tag. YouTube, it's Google Analytics. You want to put that on your website because then people who go to your page and then go to your website, they're going to track the IP address. Oh, okay. And then later, when you decide you want to advertise, because you will decide that, you're going to be able to retarget some of those people who have gone to your website. That's awesome. That's one of the biggest things I see. Even people who advertise, they don't retarget. And that's really important. Okay. What's important about that? Yeah. Yeah, you're getting your stuff in front of people who are interested. Okay, got it. They've already engaged with you. They've already gone to your website. There's some something there, you know, a spark. A spark. There's a little spark, <laughs> yeah, yes. Exactly. We want to fan that flame. Love that. Okay, so that's Polish. Looking at Publish. Yeah. Let's go to that phase. Publish is exactly what it says. It's just getting the video out there. Okay. Biggest issue I see here is people don't have a process. They don't have a checklist and they're not consistent. Mm. Those three things. I mean, if you just fix those three things, you'd be ahead of the game. And on top of that, there are like best practices for each platform. You want to add hashtags. You want to make sure on Facebook, your video title is not a question. You want shorter descriptions. There are like little things like that, that you want to just be mindful of when you're posting to a platform or publishing. So where would someone, how would someone find out those rules if they wanted to do it themselves? Great question. Yeah. You Google or you go to the platform. Sometimes the platform will even have suggestions for you. Facebook has an entire advertising guide that you can download and go through. I mean, it's a lot. Facebook to me, I mean, I do this on a regular basis. Advertising on Facebook is a bit of a nightmare. Okay, it's a lot. <laughs> okay, I can imagine. Be prepared. If you yeah. are gonna take it on yourself, be prepared. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there's a learning curve there, but you can go to the platforms or you can Google it and they'll tell you their guidelines. Okay. Absolutely. So is there, I think that's really great. Like I didn't know that about Facebook. You don't want it to be a question. That's huge to know. So are there any other things in the publishing section? That people miss a lot? Yeah. You want to make sure you add it to your website. Okay, yep. You also want to make sure that you're emailing out your video. Mm -hmm. I mean, that alone will double your views. Yeah. I've had many clients do that. And actually yep. they they've gotten clients. Like we have their why story. They put it out there. They send this video and then they're getting appointments right away. They're getting COI saying, Oh, I've been thinking about you. We haven't chatted in a while. They've yes. had clients refer it to other people. And this is just from their email list. So right. don't forget about your email list. Exactly. And I mean, a lot of people do, and a lot of people are nervous. I'm sending too many emails. 
Yeah. As long as you're not sending daily, I think sending out your videos once, twice a month is absolutely fine. Yeah. People can always unsubscribe. People are a little too worried about that. Okay. Email, anything else before we move to promote? Was there any other thing you wanted to add? You said, make sure you send it to your email list. Mm -hmm. When you are publishing on YouTube, make sure you're adding your videos to playlists and make sure those playlists have descriptions. Okay. That's just one more place that when people are searching on YouTube for a topic, search engine optimization, YouTube is a search engine. Right, right. If you put those keywords in your description, that's going to help your videos show up when somebody's searching online. Okay, great. And then promote. The sexiest. This is probably the sexiest one. You need the other ones. But this is like where everyone thinks about. Yeah. So this is the boosting one, right? This is where it's really easy. And I totally get it when you're on Facebook and it's like, hey, boost your posts, get five times more views. And you will, but... And I've had this happen with a client. They boosted on their own and they, um, I would say they boosted for one to $200. I went in, I created an ad account. I advertised the same video, but because I did it through an ad account and there are different objectives in there, Mm. I spent $50 and I got three times the amount of views that they got. Wow. They got a couple thousand. I got several thousand. (laughs) That's crazy. So Facebook just makes it easy. Like, Hey, boost it. We're going to make this money. And it's almost like they're targeting the people who really don't know any better. Yes. It's exactly what's happening. Wow. It's exactly hate Facebook even more. I'm going to go on record. I hate Facebook. Yes. And and you (laughs) will have that feeling even more. So once you go in there and try to actually advertise it correctly, (laughs) (laughs) You can do this. What did you call it? An ad account or ad manager? Yep. What Say that again. What It's an ad account. You, you have to create an ad account. Okay. And then after you've created the ad account, you create a campaign. Yep. And inside the campaign is an ad set. And inside an ad set is an ad. Got it. So you potentially, let's say you've got your why story video yep. up on Facebook. You, yep. you want to advertise it. You create your ad account. And then you're going to go in and your campaign is going to be more views inside there. You're going to have your ad set for your why video and your ad set for the story. Okay. And then inside of that, you could actually do different, the same video, but different text. And you could have three of those if you wanted. Just so when you say what do you mean different text, like different description to say what you mean. Okay. Different description, a different title. You can change that up if you want just to see if something's going to um, get more views than something else. So that's where you can do that A-B testing to see what's working better. Okay. And then, okay, so let's say you go in. So let's say I'm a financial professional. I've got my, we've just done our Y story video. We're putting it up. We have it. Everything's polished and my platforms look really good. Published it. And now I want to get, now we're into the, the paid. We're talking about the paid strategies is under promote. Okay. So the organic way of promoting is to send it to your list, I imagine. And send putting it, it out your list. Yep. on, on exactly your social right. media platforms. Yeah. Okay. That's the organic way. Yeah. And then maybe asking other people to send it along through their, their, their channels and whatnot. Now we're taking promote and we're talking about how do we get even more? Let's do it paid. Okay. So I've got my video it's in there. 
how do I think through who to target? Does that make sense? What I'm oh, yeah. asking you? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, tell me, how do I think that through? So you're going to build out your audience filter when you're yeah. building your campaign. Each campaign can have a different audience you're going for. Okay. So I have a client who they target that almost about to retire age, but then they also are targeting the younger age people's kids. Yes. Because as we, I'm sure you talk about with your clients all the time, that generational wealth, once your, your clients pass on, are their children going to stay and keep working with you? It's a big thing. Yes. Yeah. For this client, I have two different campaigns with different ads. Sometimes the ads are the same if the content matches both. Each campaign is going to reach different audience. And in there, when you're trying to figure out how to filter, there are a few things. One is just like the basic stuff, demographics. Okay. Where is your audience? How old is your audience? Do you get more males or females? Are most of them parents? Those are things that you can filter into. And then you can take it a step further if you want. And you can look at some of your clients or people who follow your page and interact with you already. Look at their interests. Look at some of the stuff about them. And then you can filter to people with those same interests or same jobs. Got it. Okay. And then there's places where you can put in these words, right? Certain keywords and demographics and psychographics and all that type of thing into Facebook to set it to go to the people that you're your ideal prospects. Exactly. Okay. It's, uh, it's a lot of selecting. You don't even have to type most of it. You just go in and you can like interests, music or interests, travel, travel abroad, that kind of thing. That kind of thing. Okay. And then what about the other platforms? So let's say you do have a target audience who is more on Twitter or on LinkedIn versus say Facebook or Instagram. How does it work there? Like I know one thing that I've discovered is that LinkedIn advertising is way more expensive than Facebook advertising. Can you talk about that and, and just any tips and tricks on the other platforms? Yeah. LinkedIn is similar to Facebook where they just started this boost. I think they call it promote, promote your post. It's the same type of idea as the Facebook boosting. Don't do it. Okay. Thank you. That alone yeah. is huge. Right. <laughs> Instead you want to go in, I think there's like a drop down and you click advertising. You'll have to set up an ad account, kind of the same process as Facebook. You're going to want to have that tracking code. LinkedIn doesn't have as many of the personal filters. It does have professional filters. Okay. You can get very detailed. I've and put someone who works at a specific company, if you were trying to target, let's say people retiring from Nissan in my area, I could get very specific in LinkedIn and advertise to those specific people. Um, but yes, it's way more expensive. I mean, I'll tell you, we, for our content packages, we advertise $100 on Facebook, $100 on LinkedIn every month. And a hundred dollars on LinkedIn is only going to get you about a week. That's it. And how long will it get you on Facebook? A whole month. Why? What, what's the, why? What's the difference? Do you know? I debate internally. I don't really have specific proof, but I get the feeling that LinkedIn is quality and Facebook is quantity. Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. Which, which is fine. If that's actually true, then mm -hmm. the ROI, as long as the ROI is there, who cares? Right. 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 But yeah. Now does 
Twitter do advertising? I'm going to be honest. I don't mess with Twitter. Okay. Because most of my clients are advisors and I recommend they don't use Twitter because it's a very reactive platform and financial planning is not reactive. What do you mean when you say reactive? You're always responding to things that are happening, whereas financial planning is kind of like future, let's plan your future. And I feel like being on Twitter is almost like against their philosophy in a way. I can We're see always what saying, saying, don't time the market. But on Twitter, usually you're responding to you're responding to what's going market. on in the market. Yeah, that actually that that really makes sense. Would you recommend if if someone's clients are on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. do you recommend that they advertise there? Like, do you still think it's a good thing to do to to get more views? You mean Twitter, LinkedIn, LinkedIn? Yeah, you know it's more expensive. Like, still oh, you're, yeah. you still you don't count audience, it out. I mean that. I only advertise on LinkedIn. I don't oh, advertise okay. on Facebook okay. because my audience isn't on Facebook. I just, that means I just have to spend more. More spend more, <laughs> yeah. But hopefully you're making more because it's quality then. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. okay. And the other thing is YouTube. Advertising on YouTube is relatively easy and you get a lot of views. YouTube is owned by Google. YouTube just started this boost your video like the other platforms. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's going to be the same thing where you can, it's just easy to boost it, but you won't have the same ability to drill down on your audience filtering who you're showing to. Got it. And I know, okay, I'm putting you on the spot here a little bit, but do you have in your mind any before and after kind of examples of hey, this was organic and then we did this and this was paid and then this is what someone experienced. Can you just give us a couple of case studies or examples? Totally. I mean, everybody who's come to me, either they come to me, they've never pushed out their videos. Okay. (laughs) There's no views. There's no views. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe they posted one. Yeah. So that I kind of love those clients because- When I get to, we also pull metrics for our clients every quarter. And when I pull that first metric report, I mean, we look amazing. (laughs) We are the best. Look at us. You should have come to us five years ago. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Then there's the people who have posted, they aren't consistent about it or they're advertising. I mean, I shared the one story where they did advertise they spent triple the amount that I did and didn't got a fraction of the views I say other people like the ones who are posting but not advertising or they've been boosting or it's just organic it's usually if it's organic no more than 500 views if I'm advertising it it's going to be 20,000 oh my gosh that's I just pulled my earring out on that one actually I jumped I didn't expect you to say 20,000. I literally, I thought you were going to be like 1,500. That's a really big difference. Oh yeah. And when we say views, is it usually, does, does that, is that someone who just tapped play for a second or is that all the way through what's depends on the platform. View. Okay. The ones that I'm getting 20,000 views, that's Facebook generally, because you know, they've got the bigger quantity. Yeah. They count a view as three seconds. Okay. And it's not that someone hit play because if you're uploading directly to the platform, your video is going to automatically play. Oh, got it. Yes. Yes. 
YouTube, you can, they have amazing metrics. I mean, I can go in there, I can tell you how, what's the average time that people are leaving your video, which videos they're staying on to the very end. There's lots of things that you can really dig into with YouTube. That's cool. Uh, something else that goes back to the publishing. When you publish on YouTube, they've made an adjustment recently where you can add things to the end of your video. I'm sure you've seen it. If you've been on YouTube, you play a video and at the end, they're like, hey, watch my other video. And then up in the corner is the actual video and you can click on it and it'll start playing automatically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It used to be you couldn't add that until you had a thousand subscribers. Oh, okay. They changed that in the last couple of months and now anybody can have that. We're going into our clients' accounts and we're adding that because that's a great way to get your audience watching more videos. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Okay, and what about LinkedIn? So like if Facebook is 500 organic to 20,000 with a couple hundred bucks or whatever, mm -hmm. right? What might what might that translate to on LinkedIn? Yeah, LinkedIn's going to be more like 2,000. Okay, so 500 to to maybe 2,000. Well, no, it won't even be 500. Oh. You, you won't okay. get that organically. Organic, it's going to depend how many connections you have to start. Okay. I would say 100 to 200, and that's going to go 2,000, 2,000. Okay. So it still could be a five or 10 X. I mean, that's still, that's still pretty considerable for a couple hundred dollars. Would you say? Is it about mm -hmm. a few hundred dollars? Well, we okay. do, a, that's a hundred. Oh, that's so if you did 200, okay. it'd be more than that. Okay. Okay. That's great. The other thing with LinkedIn is you have to have a business page if you want to advertise. Oh, so you have to do it on your business. It can't be on your personal page. It's on your business page. Good to, to know. Because okay. you have to connect your ad account to a business page. Okay. That's actually really good to know. So what if you have, I'm just thinking about like my situation, I have way more connections, mm -hmm. way more on my personal page. Cause that's what I focused on. We've got the business one, but I'll be honest, like we, I don't know. I just feel like I probably haven't as done great a job there as we could have, but what do you, how, what do you do then? Is there any way to like link them or overcome that? Uh, so share that, it. yeah. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. I post to my business page yep. and then I share that post to my personal. Got it. Oh, okay. So it's not a big, that's not a big thing to overcome. No, not a big thing at all. Okay. And it'll, if you want to see like total metrics, you can see that on the business page, even though you've like shared it on your personal, it'll like combine the views. Okay. This is awesome. I love these tips. It, it's a great place to, to get someone started and to even start thinking in the right direction of what do I want my video strategy to be? And I know you are super generous. You put together a uh, do-it-yourself guide. Do you want to tell us yeah. about that? Yeah. I'm, yeah. It's just going to be a checklist of the things that I've gone over. Actually, probably a little bit more. We're going to talk about the three Ps. We're going to talk about that polishing your account, what you can do on each one. Thank you. Publishing. Make sure you're publishing to these places. And then promotion. Here's a few things to look out for. Oh, I love it. Thank you for doing that. We'll make sure that we link to that in the show notes. So two things I want to cover before we wrap up. The first is what, tell us the full scope of what you do for clients. If you would, how long <laughs> in do 60 seconds or less? No, just give us, we have, a, we have a couple of minutes. I would like yeah, to, I totally. would like to hear, and I'm sure my listeners would like to hear what, what, what are the ways you can help people? We are basically a one-stop 
shop for all of your digital marketing needs. Okay. We're going to run the gamut of we can build you a website, we can advertise your videos, and then we can redirect those people watching your videos back to that website we built Mm. for you. Mm -hmm. And then having a drip campaign of emails in there, which is something I could talk all day about because people are not utilizing it. And it's such a good opportunity, especially for advisors. <laughs> oh, maybe we could do, would you come back another time? We could do another. Totally. Okay. That'd I be great because I'm actually going to be doubling down on my email campaign and I'm in the middle of creating a lead magnet and my nurture yes. sequence. So I am all in this stuff right now. Um, so I love that you do this for people because it's a lot. It is. It's a lot. And even if you're a content creator like me, and this is what you do, it's still, it's still a lot. It's sort of like a financial advisor doing their own financial plan. I'm like, I like to hire this stuff out <laughs> to other yep. people as well. Yep. What about posting? Do you get into social media posting or? Yeah. Is, okay. We do content plans. I would actually say that that is our most used service is our content packages where we're creating content for you every month. And we're going to get a on a call with you once a month, we're going to talk about, Hey, what are the hot topics that you are dealing with, with your clients right now? What are some personal things happening? And then we're going to create content around those phone calls Love because that. I'm a firm believer that marketing is not a one size fits all. Yeah. It has to be structured for your audience and your style yeah. and how you do things. Yep. So instead of sending out the generic emails that a lot of advisors get from like a third party. Yeah. And just put their name on it. Yes. I have have snapshots (laughs) of receiving the same exact email from two different advisors. Uh Actually, it happens every single month. And the only thing different is the logo at the top. Yeah. Yeah. At least they're sending emails though. They're, they're, a step, fair. they're a step ahead of a lot of others, right? That is fair. Yeah. Yeah. So at least, <laughs> at least they're, you're thinking about them. At least they're doing right. that. Okay. That is great to know. Specific to this video, this, this question my clients are having about how do I get more views on my videos? What do your services look like? Someone's listening to this. They're like, okay, I, I know I need to be pushing out these videos. I want more views. There's no way in heck I'm doing this myself. Yeah. How does that work if they work with you? Yeah. I, I mean, we take care of it all for you. Okay. You bring us the video and then we take it from there. Basically you just do the whole deal. Mm-hmm, we're going to update your accounts. We're going to publish the video for you. We'll have a calendar and it'll be scheduled out. You can even see it. If you want, you can go in there. In fact, that depending on the client and how involved they want to be, we use monday.com as our oh, yeah. project software. Yep. Okay. We create our content calendar in there and the content we're building for you. And after we've created it, we've reviewed it. Then we send it to you to review because we want to make sure we get your stamp of approval. Yeah. You say, yeah, it's good. And then you send it to your compliance department. If you're an advisor, if you're not, well, that takes out one step. (laughs) And then we mark it as ready to post. And then when it comes up, we post it. That's awesome. I, I love that turnkey service. I might be, I just had Laura and, and Sharon over at Idea Decanto create five videos for me. So I yeah. might be circling back to you to do Absolutely. this for me. <laughs> they, they make great videos. They're amazing. Yeah. We love promoting their stuff because it's good. I mean, I don't always enjoy when I have to promote 
not quality videos. <laughs> yeah, right. That yes, yes. No, they they are excellent. So we'll put Idea Decanter. Idea Decanter is my, the video production partner that I use strategically. Yeah. And you do too. And we'll put them in the show notes as well, because they also specialize in financial services. So if you're listening and you're in financial services, you, you really want to go to someone who understands compliance and, and, and just all the nuances of this industry. But even if you're not, if you're a mission-driven entrepreneur like me or Callie, we use them because they're, they, they're amazing. They really are great with, with, both, with both markets. So what's one last piece of wisdom you would give to someone who has videos, they're thinking about creating videos, they really want to get them out there, they, they want to be that, that thought leader, they just want to be that go-to person, like what, what's like one last bit of advice you would give? Hmm. I would say really think about the objective of posting your video. Views for the sake of views is just vanity. I think it comes back to you want to build the credibility and loyalty, or you're trying to bring in some leads. Just keep that top of mind as you're creating your video. And when you're pushing it out, when I'm pushing out a video, if my goal is to get them to download something, then you absolutely have to have the link to that downloadable in your video description. Just things like that, that can be easy to forget in, in the actual creating of it. And I get it because I've been there. <laughs> it's overwhelming. Absolutely. No, I, I think that's great. One of the, one of the main things when, when I'm writing any content and when I'm teaching my clients how to write content is starting with uh, reverse engineering it. You got to start with this question. How do I want my audience to feel, think, and act differently after they hear me or read me or see me, whatever it is. And then you've got to create the whole message and the strategy from there. So I love that you brought that up. All these tactics are great, but if you don't have the right strategy, it's not going to yield anything. Exactly. Same thing goes in with your advertising. I mean, we can advertise for reach and get you those 20,000 views. I can also advertise to get you followers, or I can advertise to get you people clicking to go to your website. So it comes back to what do you want that person to do? And sometimes it takes a combination of all of those things. Yeah. And, and just on this, on this topic, tell me if I'm wrong though, but I mm -hmm. think you can create a video that could be like a standalone video without a specific call to action. And then you can put the call to action in the mm -hmm. description, right? Oh, yeah. So that you can have one video that can do multi-purpose. Yes. Okay. That, that, that's really good to know. I know one thing that I've done is we have alternate endings in my videos. You yeah. can also do that where you right. have the main video and then you just shoot alternate endings. For example, one of our videos might say, please click the link below or the link here. Like if it's on my website, please click the start a conversation link below to blah, blah, blah. Or it might be if it's on, let's say LinkedIn, it might say, please email Lillian at crazygoodtalks.com to blah, blah, blah. Yep, exactly. The only caution I would put is maybe if you could have the beginning slightly different, just in case that video is showing multiple times to one person, you don't want them to be like, I saw this already and not read the description with the other link. That's great. I love that. Could even be just like a different thumbnail even. Oh, a different thumbnail. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. I'm going to do that. I've got some yeah. that I'm working on right now. Different thumbnail. See, I love little, I love little hacks like this, unless you're yes. living, breathing this stuff. It's like the stuff you don't even, right. You wouldn't even think of or, or no. Completely. I mean, yeah, that, that would be me in accounting. Yeah. 
as would it be me too, as I, exactly. Oh, well, Kelly, thank you so much for being here. We're recording here before Thanksgiving. So I want to say I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful that I've gotten connected with you and the work you've done for me and grateful for you giving my audience, my listeners, this amazing information. And if you're listening to this right now, we are about mid-December of 2021, right? I feel like with COVID, there's like a time warp and I'm like, are we 2021? Are we 2020, right? No, we're 2021. So I want to wish you a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah. I want to wish you a Happy New Year and just tell you, I, I just, I really pray you're able to like unplug over the holidays, get some great R&R time and then move into the new year with like this just sense of purpose and hope and vision and excitement. Mm, so I claim that. You claim, claim that? that? I'm yeah. claiming that too. Let's claim it. <laughs> and I'm claiming it for our listeners. Yes. That's it. Signing out for 2021. And actually, this is my 24th podcast. So I want to celebrate, do a little happy dance right now. And Patrice, maybe I can have the voice of my producer come on for a second because because <laughs> I committed when I started this thing to doing it for a year. I was like, okay, I'm going to do it for a year and let's see how it goes. And I can't believe it's been a year mm -hmm. and, and I love it. And I can't wait. I, I can't wait to do the next year. So Patrice, thank you. Oh, you are more than welcome. You know that. Yeah, no, you've had a whole year. Jeez. It, isn't that crazy? Does it feel yeah. like it's been a year? No, 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 it does not. But I'm looking forward to the next one. I'm looking forward to the next one. And I, I think this is, you know what? If you're listening, start with a small goal. Just start, bite off something. Don't think you have to do something for the rest of your life like I did with this. Start with a small goal. And then pretty soon it, it turns into something, turns into something bigger. With that, make it a crazy good day. Thank you for listening to the Crazy Good Talks podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered in this podcast represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Accelerated Performance, LLC. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only.